At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, you're listening to the Real Work Stories podcast, and I'm your host, Benjamin. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. And if you tuned in before, welcome back. Now, this is the podcast where I talk about all things customer service from the customer to the corporation and everything in between. But before I get started, I got to say thank you to everyone for all your support for the podcast. Thank you for all the likes, shares, comments, downloads. I appreciate it. I only say it every episode because I mean it every episode. And if you don't already follow me on Facebook and Instagram, make sure you do so at Real Work Stories Podcast. That's where you're going to find out about topics episode snippets discussions and more and today i'm gonna talk about a time in my life where i had a boss who i personally believe was probably one of the most rude condescending just flat out mean and petty like he was probably the worst in all of those areas and i mean this is out of the entire conglomerate of people I have ever worked with in my entire life like that includes all levels of management I, like I'm not even talking about customers at this point this is just strictly on a management level like just when you think of people you have to deal with on a professional basis like you would think that there wouldn't be this level of person, this type of person that you have to deal with. And you know what? For the sake of this episode, let's just call this person chaos because that's what they caused. He caused pure chaos in the lives of people. Like he was the type of person that I can literally remember multiple days, multiple days. And I'm not talking just two or three. I mean, like weeks at a time I can remember him just literally standing behind me and watching me take phone calls now obviously I don't know exactly how long he was standing behind me but I can remember like you know I grab my water bottle or something I turn around and he's standing there like like the dinosaurs on Jurassic Park you know when they look back they peek around the corner to see if the dinosaur looking and the dinosaur is looking them dead in the eyes like got you that's how he would look at me like he was waiting for me to slip up on something like oh gosh it was so aggravating like he would constantly badger me and not just me but he did this to like a bunch of people but he would like badger me about every little thing and like somehow and I I really don't understand how he managed to do this but no matter what happened he was somehow programmed, I think, to point out how wrong I was in every scenario. And now that I think about it, that is workplace bullying at its finest. And like I said, I wasn't the only person he did this to, and I shouldn't have let it go on for as long as it did. But, oh gosh, like, it, it was just, it was terrible. But, 
I didn't let it happen without a fight. I had to fight back in my own creative way. But you know, when, when people are in a higher position of authority than you, you got to be real careful with what you say, how you say it, because you don't want to get fired. But at the same time, you don't want to be badgered and stuff. Like, like, I remember this one night, back when I was still working this crazy shift of like 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. I had this one night where like, I don't know, three or four customers in a row wanted to talk to a supervisor. And Chaos just happens to notice this. Now, I was not the only agent on the floor taking calls that night. My team was not the only team working that night. Like, I, I'm telling you, he, he was making it a point to try to pick at me, right? So, like I said, he just happens to notice that a couple of my customers in a row want to talk to a supervisor. And out of my peripheral vision, I see him walking towards me while I'm explaining what's happening to the supervisor. Now, let me explain. Now, the building I was working in at this nameless cell phone company, they did this thing for a little while where if a customer wanted to talk to a supervisor, you wouldn't transfer them, but the supervisor would literally come to your desk, stand beside you, take the phone call. Now, it was weird. It was before COVID, so calm down. We didn't have to be socially distanced or none of that, okay? Um, but... It was, it was still kind of weird because you just put the customer on hold and then boom, supervisor's on the phone. It was, was kind of strange. And what they would do is they had these little special headphone wires. So, like, you could plug your headphone into theirs and then you could hear what they were saying to the customer and then what the customer was saying back, but the customer couldn't hear you. So, it's kind of weird, but that's how it worked, right? So, chaos is coming down my road. And I see him walking towards me, and I'm like, oh, boy. So I'm explaining to my supervisor, you know, hey, this is what the customer wants. You know, I've already explained this, 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 that, and third. This is how it goes. You know, they still want to talk to a supervisor. So here he comes. And I, I really don't even 100% know how to put this into words. But anyway, here walks chaos while I'm trying to listen to the call at this point. Like he's, he's been doing this long, slow walk, like he's walking the mile, walking the green mile, and he's coming down the road. And at this point, I'm trying to listen to the call because, you know, I, even though I already heard what the customer said, you know, I already explained to them how we could solve their problem, whatever the case is. I'm still listening because I'm like, okay, maybe I missed something in the story. Maybe I need to, you know, check myself. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm cool with that. And here comes chaos. And this grand idiot, with all of the idiocracy that he can muster, he, he taps me on the shoulder and he pulls me to the side. And he tells me, with a straight face that if I would just simply pay attention to what the supervisor is saying to the customer I won't have so many what they call escalated calls in the future because I could be learning from what you know the supervisor is doing right now so I look back at him and I said wait a minute so you're telling me that the best position I could be in at this very moment 
would be to be standing at my desk or sitting at my desk beside my supervisor listening to the call so I can find out what I did wrong in real time. He's like, yes, you should be over there listening. And I said, yes, you shouldn't have called me over here, stupid. I didn't say stupid. I wanted to. That part just slipped out just now. I'm sorry. But I wanted to say, like, stupid, you called me over here. I could have been listening. And then, like, this is when the fun started. Because, like, he gets he gets all red in the face. And he, like, storms off, stomping with his loafers on. You know how funny it is to see somebody stomping in loafers on a carpet? And he's just trying to make this quick exit. Because it's like, yeah, you know you're wrong. Like, you, you know you're wrong. It, there was no purpose in you pulling me away to say that. Just absolutely none. Like, another time, now that I'm thinking about it, this silly rabbit decides it would be a good idea that I'm on. That he decides it would be a good idea that he should interrupt me while I'm actually on a phone call. Let, let me explain. So, at this point, I'm supervising. So, I'm now taking the escalated calls, which... I'm good at my job. Anyway, um, and in this role that I'm in, sometimes I have to make calls out to customers. You know, if nobody's available at a certain time, you know, when the customer first calls in, they're like, hey, can you call me back at this time? Ah, good, we'll try. We'll see. So anyway, so I call this customer back. And on this day, I remember calls are like relatively slow for us. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go ahead and call this customer back while I got a few minutes. And I'm explaining his bill, some overages. The crazy part is this customer wasn't even mad. He wasn't angry. He just wanted somebody to go over the bill so he could understand why it was so high. You know? And then, while I'm on this phone call, who comes around the corner? You guessed it. Chaos. Now, at this point, I'm actually... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success standing up at my desk I remember this vividly because like 10 minutes into this phone call my leg cramps and I'm like okay I need to stand up try to stretch this cramp out and still talk to this customer and act like my leg isn't on fire right now and actually I think me standing up is what caused chaos to walk over to me so anyway he gets over to me and I'm still on the phone with the customer keep that in mind and he's standing about three feet away from my face. And he's, again, he's looking at me dead square in the eyes. And he's like, he's mouthing the words, what are you doing? So I put my customer on mute because he's the one talking. No customer saying whatever. I can't even tell you what my customer was saying because I, my attention was on chaos who's standing right in front of me, this idiot. And um, I said, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm on a call. What did you say? Then he gets loud. What are you doing? So now it's like 40 people looking at me because they're like, oh, snap, what is chaos yelling for? Then they realize, oh, snap, 
chaos is yelling at Benjamin. Probably one of the most sarcastic employees we have in here. Sir, please stop. <laughs> All right. So I chuckle a little bit. And I'm like, I'm on the phone with a customer. He said, he looks down, he, he looks at my desk and my setup and stuff. He says, wait a second, are you making an outbound call? I said, yes. The customer asked us to call him back at this time. Calls were slow. I called him back. Then he says, what are you doing? what what do you mean what am i doing sir i just explained to you in very specific non-complicated details what i'm doing i made this i I broke it i wish i had some flashcards or something so i could show you what i was doing i i probably needed a powerpoint presentation to explain to him the duties that i was doing like what i was actually doing so after he asked me the second time what are you doing I just straight up, I took what I thought is the high road at the time. Now that I think about it, it was a little bit petty of me. Very petty, actually. Because when he asked me the second time what I'm doing, I took my customer off mute and went back to servicing my customer while staring chaos in the face. Now, this is how good I am at my job. I had literally memorized everything that was on this customer's account. My attention is divided because I'm holding a conversation with an idiot who's asking me what I'm doing while I'm on the phone with the customer now, just somebody help me make sense of this. What sense does it make for you to interrupt me while I'm helping a customer to ask me what I'm doing when you could just tell me to log out after that phone call and then ask me what I'm doing? I'm just I'm just saying, I want you to think about that for 60 seconds. It, it, and if it take you that long to even figure out what's wrong with that equation, text me, call me later or something. We can talk about that on the side, I'm telling you. But anyway, so... Like I said, I'm I'm servicing this customer with chaos staring me in the face. And every minute that goes by, he is getting more and more angry. Like, I thought he was going to turn into, like, the big bad bad wolf. I thought he was going to blow my little cubicle over, man, as angry as he was. And the rest of that call only lasted for, like, another two or three minutes. I I forgot what the heck I answered or said to my customer. But I, I finished saying what I had to do. Gave my closing. And... You know, just went on about my business. But with every passing second, like I said, I could see chaos getting just more and more angry. But the funny part is he knew he couldn't say anything at that point because my customer could hear him. So finally, after I finished the call, he walks away. And those 30 or 40 people that are standing up looking at me are still staring at me because they're like, what just happened? Because the only thing they heard him say was, what are you doing? So I just talked very calm, cool, and collected with him because what he was trying to do is intimidate me to make me go off so he'd have something to write me up for. Which, you know what? I'll tell you about the stupidest thing that idiot wrote me up for. That's a whole nother episode. I don't got time to explain that today. But thinking back on this, dealing with this level of, dare I say, harassment was completely unnecessary and uncalled for. And straight up, like, and I mean this with all sincerity, if you work for somebody who does stuff like this, get help. I don't care if you got to go to HR. Doggone it, file a police report for all I care. Like, no, 
trust me, these companies do not pay you enough for you to stand there and get bullied, harassed, threatened, intimidated, or none of the above. Like, no. And in my experience, that's the quickest way for a manager to get knocked upside their head. And the even crazier part is, Chaos wasn't just a regular manager. Let me explain to you the level of management Chaos was on, okay? So at the time when I first met Chaos, I was a regular agent. So, you know, level one agent. Above me, you have your supervisors, you know, your team leads that take like escalated calls and stuff like that. Above them, you got your team managers. They do all your HR paperwork. They do the hiring, they do the firing, you know, that type of stuff. Then you have um, what we would call, start calling upper managers. You know, these are managers who don't take phone calls. They got all kind of special privileges within the company, but they don't ever use them. And if any one of them had to get involved with the phone call, um, that call just got serious. Chaos was a level above that, okay? He was up there, or like he was in the building I worked in. He was like one step below like our site leader. He was next in line to be like the main person in charge of that whole building, you know? So he he was up there so for him to be acting like this like i said that puts me in a compromising position because i'm like dog this dude can fire me if i give him the wrong reaction but i still don't give him the right to just sit there and act like a total jerk like i remember one day coming back from my lunch break again i was supervising at this time my lunch break was an hour log out at two o'clock i believe it was anyway we'll just say it's two o'clock because i don't remember it's been a long time since i worked but i log out at two o'clock i go on lunch i come back from lunch it is 301 this dude is standing at the door waiting for me 301, I clock back in. Now, let me explain this. At the building I was working at, we literally had like these um, these time machines on the walls. So you walk in, you press the little button on the machine, you wave your badge, bing, it clocks you in, you know, clocks you out for lunch, yada, yada, yada. He's literally standing beside the machine looking at me. He's like, why are you late? I said, are you serious? 60 seconds? You, you really going to do this over 60 seconds, sir? It's going to take me longer to explain to you a whole bunch of nothing. 60 seconds, dude. Now, I hear it. I can already hear somebody in the back of their mind going, well, you were still late. Shut up. Because if you're on his side and you think that badgering somebody over 60 seconds is, is warranted, you need just as much as help as he does. Okay? Okay. That's, that's all I'm saying. And look, if you were listening to this, and you are this type of manager, you need to stop this ASAP. Because number one, everybody ain't as cool, calm, and collected as I am. That's the quickest way to get your wig split, okay? And I, I get that as a member of management, you got your own type of upper level things you gotta deal with. But if we're gonna be realistic about this, statistically speaking, people quit jobs more often because of bad leadership than because of a terrible job. They will put up with a terrible job because their leaders are great. But you sit and act like this idiot? You see why I nicknamed him Chaos, okay? But with that being said, I'm clocking out. 
But before I go, I need you to check me out on Instagram or Facebook, either one, and check out my latest posts. And let me know if you've ever worked for somebody like this and tell me if they ever did the same types of things or what things they did different. All right? But I'm tuning out. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Real Work Stories podcast. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.